Hello, Mama. This episode of Reaching Abundance is all about decluttering our lives digitally. We're going to talk through the ways you can get your life back by ditching those annoying robocalls, reducing the amount of junk mail you have to sort through, and even how to get removed from the pesky email spam lists. I can't wait to share with you what research I've come across and how doing these steps can greatly benefit you and your family. Being more present is something that more and more of us are striving for daily, and reducing the amount of input and interruptions in our lives helps with that. Remember, abundance is possible for all of us, no matter where you are in which stage of life. Welcome to the Reaching Abundance podcast, where your host, Virginia Elder, shares helpful guidance for moms around positive mindset, creating simplicity, practicing true self-care, and most of all, money management. Her financial journey toward a better life blossomed into an insatiable desire for overall happiness and abundance. Hang out with her right here each week while she ditches the taboos around women and money, shares resources, educates, and financially empowers all the mamas. All right. Thank you for being here with me today. I'm Virginia, and I know I'm not the only one annoyed by the recent uptick in spammy emails and those awful robocalls. Add the never-ending phone and app notifications and junk mail to the mix, and those feelings of overwhelm are coming on strong, at least for me. So we live in a world today where we all suffer from information overload, too many inputs, too many distractions. This is why being present has become a thing. Presence, the act of being present in the moment, is something that we, as humans in this ever-distracting world we now live in, are striving for, something we have to actually try to do. Apparently, we're approaching having the same attention span as a goldfish, which is insulting, to say the least. I know, for myself, at the end of the day, Sometimes I feel like I have ADD because my mind is cluttered with all the inputs coming from every direction, email, physical mail, phone notifications, Facebook, I mean, you name it. And it takes me time to turn off all the screens, to put my phone in the other room on purpose, and to just sit and relax and be in silence and peaceful without a screen on. It's challenging. So how do you increase presence and decrease screen time? The inputs, the email, the junk mail, robocalls, and notifications. How do we, in today's society, turn down the noise? I'm not going to go into how to create a Zen desktop. I'm not going to teach you how to reach inbox zero, or talk to you about organizing apps into categories on your phone. I feel like you can figure out that stuff on your own. I threw in some links in the show notes if you want to focus on those things. But this episode today is about reducing the mental and paper clutter, 
distractions and unneeded other input that we receive daily. These things are bombarding us. And even when we're trying to ignore them or deal with them, they're constantly interrupting our flow, our day, and our attention. I can't tell you how many times I've been talking with one of my kids, making eye contact, really trying to focus and being in the moment. Maybe we're going over homework or something and my phone's over here just buzzing and I stop because I think, well, maybe it's something important. Maybe it's someone I know. Maybe it's daddy. And I look and it's some number that I don't even recognize. It's a robocall. And that robocall just interrupted my moment with my child. They go to school every day. So I basically get one hour in the morning and one hour in the evening until, you know, bedtime in between work and all of that. So these moments are precious. And here's a robocall interrupting our precious time together. I don't know about you, but that is something that is just really starting to set me off lately. So on top of this, I've witnessed several of my friends go through periods of deleting their Facebook app, going on mountain retreats or on vacations to just get away. I've seen people pull back in their career and take lower positions in an attempt to reduce the stress, the overwhelm, and the demands placed on them by the constant binging and beeping in this ever-needy internet-based world. So I think it's really important for us all to find this middle ground, kind of happy place between being present in the online world, right? Like that seems to be pretty important right now. There's all the Facebook um, interaction. A lot of businesses are basically run on Facebook. There's podcasts like this where we tend to get a lot of our very valuable information. There's YouTube where for me, I use that to learn how to do a lot of things. But then there's a time and a place to shut all that off and be present with humans, like your family, your kids, out to eat. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've been out and there's people sitting together that are clearly friends or spouses or something and they're not talking to each other and they're both just sitting there on their phones, ignoring each other. There's research out there that also says while we're so connected, we are also the loneliest we've ever been. And I think a big part of that has to do with the constant notifications and robocalls and all of these things that are pulling our attention away from the people and the places and the things that we love. So there's definitely a delicate balance to find. And a big part of that for me is to get off of these lists, get my number on the do not call list, and then take steps to declutter and delete distracting notifications, paperwork, and emails from my life. In our family, we have established rules like no phones at the dinner table, some families even go so far as to say no phones in the bedroom and they get regular alarm clocks so that they do not have to have their cell phones in the bedroom. These are great starts, but today I want to really discuss some ways to permanently delete some of that input. Oh, 
And I'm going to be telling you about apps and websites and email addresses from which to request removal. So as you're listening, don't freak out if you can't write down something. Remember, all this information plus links and everything you need is in the blog post at reachingabundance.com. Also, if you've subscribed to my site, you'll receive the link to this article plus any new ones via email. So relax and as you're listening, just be open and think about which of these areas is most useful to achieving your next level of peace and presence. Don't worry about writing things down right now. Just enjoy and listen and if you need to, go check out the article. Beginning with the thing that's annoying us the most right now, did you know that over 31 billion robocalls were made in 2017? Okay, so that was two years ago, which means that way more than that were placed this year. And I think our level of annoyance every time the phone rings with an unrecognized number is proof. My voicemail was full the other day, which is apparently 20 messages. Now, I knew friends and family had not called and left me 20 messages because the only times my phone rang in the prior couple of days, the number that showed up on the screen was not one that I knew. So, after checking my voicemail, this is what I found. 10 calls claimed it's open enrollment season. Four calls claimed you've won a cruise. And one of them claimed that it was my last chance to buy the extended warranty on such and such. The rest were illegible beeps or hangups. And one, just one, was my husband where he'd left a message and I'm sure I had just called him right back when I saw the missed call because it was something that we'd already talked about. Out of 20 voicemails, one of them was something I care about from someone I care about. On top of that, this whole robocall conversation has come up between friends and I and between the hubs and I several times over the past few weeks. This is insane. I mean, this is bothering us all. Our phones are ringing nonstop and it's not even something that's important to us. And it's probably honestly a scam. So I took initiative. I did some research and I jumped on donotcall.gov. This is where you can type in your phone number and email and you can register to be on the national do not call list. There's even an option to just check if you'd ever registered before, so of course I did that first. I found out that I had registered my number in 2008. I did the same exercise for my husband's phone number and found out that he's actually not on the list, so of course I added him. So, here's the thing. You can go to donotcall.gov and enter your number. I think that's a fabulous first step and I do think everyone should do it. But adding your number to the Do Not Call registry won't stop the scammers. Scammers don't pay attention to that list. They are illegal scammers and they don't follow the rules. So what do we do? I found out there's a few options. First, you can check with your carrier. 
AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, and Verizon all have some form of premium caller ID and scam block assistance services available. Some of them are free, but they only provide them to customers who ask. And then others may have a $2 to $4 a month fee for the service. I do recommend go ahead and first register on donotcall.gov and then call your carrier and see what they can help you with. The next option to stop illegal scam calls, well, there are apps like Nomo Robo and RoboKiller that you can buy. They aim to identify and stop the robocall. And depending on which app or features you buy, they can even identify when the scammers are dialing thousands of numbers at once. And they can even answer for you with a hilarious answer bot. Now, I hope you know I'm not one to tell you to buy more apps and increase your monthly cell phone bill. But my sanity and peace is worth 2 to $4 a month. So these services are feeling more and more valid at this point. Otherwise, as it pertains to our phones, just consider turning off notifications or at least adjusting the settings. Make sure you program do not disturb hours. And I've even recently bought a watch and a couple of old-fashioned clocks for around the house because if I pick up my phone to check what time it is, I can almost guarantee you that I will wind up on Facebook without even realizing it. And 15 to 20 minutes later, I'll look up and wonder what the heck I was supposed to be doing. So that's frustrating. I've also periodically deleted unused apps, purposely unfollowed and unfriended accounts that I find annoying, and I've even turned off the data usage for certain apps so that I can't open them, or if I do, they don't really function well when I'm not on Wi-Fi. So that automatically limits what I can do with my phone most of the time, especially if I'm out and about. So the next input that I think annoys me the most is junk mail. And by this, I mean the physical amount of flyers, advertisements, magazines, and meaningless envelopes delivered by the U.S. Postal Service each day. For one, it wastes my time to have to look through that pile of junk. For two, there's wasted paper and ink, and quite frankly, I just toss it all in the recycle bin anyway. And finally, that junk mail wastes a ripple of resources from across the globe, the gas to deliver it, the postal service's time, and the mailer's money. And what about the people who don't recycle their junk mail? So then we're just unnecessarily filling up landfills with trash. Here are some ways to reduce your junk mail. First of all, most mailers obtain addresses from one of the two largest data brokers, Axiom and InfoUSA. It's easy to get your address removed from these lists, and that should cut down on a significant amount of advertisements entering your mailbox. So I went to Axiom's easy-to-use opt-out form on their website. I've got a link in the blog post for you. And then InfoUSA requests that you email them. So I also did that. 
I just put remove in the subject line and then I wrote them a quick note with my name and address asking to be removed from their mailing lists. I got a confirmation email back. Seems like it's taken care of at this point. And then if you are someone who still receives a telephone book, it's easy to opt out at yellowpagesoptout.com. Very simple email address. I can't remember the last time we received one. And the only time I ever wanted one was as a booster for the kids to sit on. So I hopped over there to yellowpagesoptout.com and went ahead and filled out the information there. So I don't expect to receive any more telephone books for quite a while. In addition, we don't receive many catalogs anymore because most of these companies are now online. But if you do, consider emailing optout at epsilon.com. So that's the parent company to Abacus, the master list company from which most catalog and publishing companies get their information. Just again, put remove in the subject line and your name and address in the body of the message. If you receive physical magazines you no longer want, do a quick Google search and you'll find their website where you can easily opt out or cancel your subscription. If it's something that you paid for that you no longer want, you may even be able to get a refund for your unused portion of your subscription. So next up is all the junk mail associated with contests and advertisements of that sort. If you get your name and information removed from the two biggest, which are Publishers Clearinghouse and Reader's Digest, you should be in good shape. Publishers Clearinghouse has an opt-out form. It's very easy to fill out. I've got the link in the blog post here for you. And then to get removed from Reader's Digest, there's an email address provided for you to request removal. Okay, so what else is junk mail to you? Do you get those packages of coupons like I do? Those are from Red Plum, which is now owned by Retail Me Not and Valpac. So you might be thinking, okay, wait, why would you unsubscribe from coupons? Okay, yes, I am unsubscribing from coupons because while those coupons may be useful if we were looking for like some home improvement project options or to try a new restaurant or something like that, there are other ways to obtain these coupons. I don't need them sent to me in the mail every two weeks when even if I do open those envelopes, I'm only going to keep one or two out of that stack of coupons. It's really still just a bunch of wasted paper to me. So there are apps for everything. If you want to try a new restaurant or get a discount, try Groupon or do a quick Google search. You can easily unsubscribe from Valpac and from Red Plum using their two separate opt-out forms. And of course, I provided you those links in the blog post as well. One last thing on the mail issue. There is an app called Paper Karma that allows you to just take a photo of the unwanted mail and it attempts to do the unsubscribing legwork for you. So if you've done some or all of what I've already mentioned, but you're still receiving junk mail, this might be a fun option for you. I haven't quite gotten there yet, 
but I am thinking about trying it out. So if all this digital declutter talk is interesting to you, but you know you really need to work on the physical aspect of clutter, check out this program called Your Uncluttered Home. Hey mama, this episode is brought to you by Your Uncluttered Home, an amazing online program built specifically for mothers with young kids who need realistic guidance toward less clutter, more peace, and more space for what matters in this mom life. This online course is taught by Ali Casaza and has helped thousands of women physically clear clutter and create more time to be present for their kids' childhood instead of cleaning up after it. To check out her online course, click the link in the show notes. In just three simple steps, you'll begin to have a home that is serving you and your family instead of stealing your time and effort away from them, which is why I can't wait for you to try it. So maybe you're listening to all this going down the checklist. Okay, Okay, so I'm on the do not call list. I'm going to unsubscribe from Publishers Clearinghouse and Valpack, and I'm going to email a few of these opt-out email addresses. But then you're thinking, what about all the insurance and financial advertisements I receive? Okay, so aside from clicking the go paperless option inside of each of your existing financial accounts, And of course, within that, you're agreeing to receive statements and notifications just via email. Aside from that, I strongly suggest closing any accounts you don't use. The minimal blip in your credit score is worth the peace of mind. Trust me. I'm happy yet annoyed when I receive a thick envelope from one of my cards in the mail And all that's in it is a bunch of terms and conditions with a zero balance statement. About once per year, I pull and check my credit report free with annualcreditreport.com, which is actually the only authorized website for free credit reports, according to the FTC. And I close any and all unneeded or unused accounts. When you close an account, not only will you no longer receive mail from them, but your account is no longer open, which means it's also not available to scammers. You can't get your credit card number stolen or have fraudulent charges made on a closed account. So the protection here is twofold. I'm cutting down mail and I'm closing an account and protecting myself. If you occasionally receive paper balance transfer checks from some of your accounts like I do, call them and request that no further checks ever be mailed to your address. This is a pain. However, if you stay on top of it and if you call them every single time you receive paper balance transfer advertisement checks from your credit cards, Just tell them this is a security concern and that you never want a balance transfer or other offers mailed. And then there's always an option for them to email these offers instead. Otherwise, we occasionally receive pre-screened, pre-approved balance transfer offers enticing us to open a new card. I'm sure you get those too. They usually come in bright, shiny envelopes. Lately, I've noticed several pink envelopes from Discover, which I think is hilarious because obviously they're trying to play the girl card and get me to open a pink credit card. (laughs) 
These are in a separate bucket from everything else we've talked about. To put a stop to these, I figured out we can go to optoutprescreen.com. This is where you remove your name from lists that are actually provided by consumer credit reporting companies like Equifax, Experian, Innovus, and TransUnion. This site, optoutprescreen.com, provides you the option to electronically opt out for five years or you can do what we did and permanently opt out by mail. I literally printed out a form for each, my husband and I, signed it and mailed it in. So now we are permanently opted out from those pre-screened, pre-approved credit offers. If I want a financial product, I will go searching for it. I do not want them mailing me advertisements and pink envelopes anymore. <laughs> okay, we've tackled the robocalls, the junk mail, and even the financial advertisements. Email is a whole different beast. I said at the beginning of this that I'm not going to teach you how to organize things into folders. We're not going to talk about achieving in box zero. And I even provided a few links in case you are interested in doing that. Instead, I want to give you a couple tools that can help you unsubscribe from unwanted emails and that may help you clear some digital clutter from your inbox. One thing I want to point out is that all email messages from any marketer or advertiser are required by law to have an unsubscribe button. If you use Gmail, they provide a link at the top where if you click that, Gmail will unsubscribe you from that sender. Or you could go to the bottom of the message and you can directly unsubscribe from that sender's list by clicking in the footer of their email. Otherwise, there are a couple of useful tools I would love to share with you. One that I use is called Unroll Me. When you sign up for unroll.me, it scans your inbox for emails you receive on a consistent basis and then provides you the option to select per sender whether you want it to add to rollup, keep in inbox, or unsubscribe. For any items that you still want to see but not in your inbox, you'd select add to rollup, which prompts unroll me to provide you a folder in a weekly summary of everything that's in that gray area. So that's the stuff that you don't want to see right when you open your inbox, but it's also stuff that you're not quite ready yet to unsubscribe from. So maybe you're afraid you're going to miss something or, you know, if there is a really good sale, then you would click the button or click the link or whatever, but you're not ready to unsubscribe, but you don't want it in your inbox. So Unroll Me provides this great add to roll up option and it will send you that summary once a week of what's in that roll up box. I consider myself a pretty organized and zen email inbox person and this program still found over 500 subscriptions. It's completely useful and free and helps digitally declutter my life. Another similar program, now this one I haven't tried but I have heard great things about, is called Maelstrom. Both Unroll Me and Maelstrom use a certain level of artificial intelligence to estimate what you think is important 
and then help automate that sorting process between your inbox, sorting into folders, and unsubscribes, all of which I find useful because trust me, I had no idea I'd subscribe to 500 sites. I bet you would be shocked at the number that it pulls for you too. So one more option to help with digital decluttering is to head to dmachoice.org. This is the Direct Marketing Association, and through their email opt-out service, you can remove your email address from U.S.-based marketers' lists for six years. Doing so will not completely stop commercial emails from being delivered to you, but it will remove your email from marketers' lists who use the DMA to update their lists. All right. I thank you so much for being here with me today. I sincerely hope all of this helps you to digitally declutter, have less interruptions in your life, and helps you to create the space you need to lower your stress level and be more present by helping to create the separation from the electronic attention hoarders in our lives. With all this being said, I did my research Hold information from the Federal Trade Commission, HuffPost.com, the Washington Post, and more. I went to these sites, I entered my information, and I did all the things that I'm telling you to do. As with any of this, it could take 30 days or more for us to see a reduction in the number of calls or the amount of junk mail that we're receiving. But I want to give you this gentle reminder to just be wary of websites that require you to enter personal information. Read what the site says and make sure you wound up there from a reliable source like the FTC, like I did. Look carefully at any checkboxes or buttons before you click submit. And go old school and print confirmations or whatever you have to do to protect yourself and keep record of what was submitted. Yes, going through each of these steps is annoying and takes time, and I'm fully aware that I just basically gave you a bunch of homework. What's better, nine robocalls while we're trying to have family dinner, or a couple hours, one day, to take care of all this? It's up to you, of course, whether you do one or all of what I explained today. Either way, I'm just so happy to be able to provide this as a resource to cut down and hopefully eliminate a few more unwanted distractions in your life. I really, truly believe we can have it all through intention, consistency, and always trying to be present in the moment. I want to be clear-headed, calm, and present with my family, and I'm sure you do too. So this week, Edge a little closer to reaching abundance by taking the initiative to check out these sites and reduce the amount of electronic and mail clutter in your life. Don't forget to check out the show notes where you'll find the links to everything we talked about. I also want to invite you to join my online community. The Facebook group is called Money Minded Mamas. I'm working hard to cultivate a judgment-free, positive space for moms who manage the household money, who want to build their financial education, and who would love to find some similar mom friends. I'm in there every day, posting, commenting, and encouraging moms through their day. 
see you in the Money Minded Mamas Facebook group soon. I look forward to talking to you again next time.